pushing the boundaries of expectations, rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. We share your hunger for a life without limits. Hello, KB's glad to have you back with us for a time of celebration and encouragement of the one place where you are champion. I am so glad to have you back with us today. This is the Law of Attraction podcast and the top 5% worldwide popularity of podcasts. Thank you very much. (laughs) We we deep dive here into life source and into the substance of faith, into the power of kinetic belief that attracts and manifests whatever you can think of or imagine. StephenCanyon.com is the website. Hello, Miss Maggie. Hello, Mr. Stephen. My sweater looks mighty fine on you. (laughs) Well... I went to put my jacket on, but it has that finish on it where it's really loud. You know, you can hear it move. Sort of a, a George from Seinfeld uh, new, new suit sound <laughs> yes. as he walks. Oh, is that windbreaker sound? So yes, you're, zip, I put zip, your quiet zip. sweater on. Very nice. Yeah. I, I like the, the, the pen. I do that's too. On there the too. triquetra. Oh gosh, you close the window. It's 48 degrees right now. <laughs> Here in, I in, think it's inside, 48 degrees inside. We are in the high Al- Alpine Rockies of Colorado, and it's mm. cold outside. I like it, though. Would you rather be cold or hot? I mean, if you had to endure one. Well, you would have to define cold and define hot, I uncomfortably guess. Uncomfortably cold of, oh, or uncomfortably okay. hot. Hmm. Well, I guess uncomfortably hot would be more... Life threatening? I don't know. But not think, life threatening, just uncomfortable. No. Not it's going to kill you. I don't mind. I like. I think I prefer chilly as opposed to yeah. hot and humid. Same here. I feel like I can always put another layer on, but you can only get so naked. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's that's true. That is true. You that's can always, my theory. You can always Anyways. cover up a little bit more. Yeah. Hey, what would be the one single meal that you could eat every day and never get bored? Mac and cheese. Now think about it. No way. Mm-mm. Mac and cheese. <laughs> I have the palate of a five-year-old. You would get tired of mac and cheese, wouldn't Mm-mm. you? I mean, no. it's great for a while. No. You could eat every day all the time and not get bored. Correct. How about you? <laughs> well, I think that, of course, I'm going to sort of peel back some of the question there. And, and let's see. Not get <laughs> bored. That means I'm going to have to be active. Maybe. Oh, my gosh. You're so existential. Maybe, maybe it's going to require a lot of food prep. A lot of food prep. Yeah, so I don't get bored. With the process of making it? I guess. Well, I didn't know that's, that was part of it. You just well, said, what are you going to eat? Well, that's just the question. Is, okay. you know, never get, and never get bored. <laughs> it's your question. <laughs> I didn't say, I never get tired of eating it, but not get bored. Oh, my God. Ma- You're overthinking making... your question. <laughs> this uh, is from you. Yeah, I, I can't answer it now. <laughs> you have to. I an answer. We're not doing well, this podcast. If I could only eat one thing, and it, was, and it was for my benefit, it would have to be a sweet potato, because apparently sweet potatoes have more nutrients and, and oh things word. that you need for life in a sweet potato. Collective eye roll. And you could live on it forever, apparently, and you know get well, good nutritional we value out of it. cave people needing to perpetuate the species. Well, maybe if you don't eat the sweet potato every day, you become a cave person. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. Anyway, it's a Mac good... and cheese, though. Okay, got That's it. it. Yep. Well, actually, there is something about... A piece that comes with a chosen belief, and in your case, believing that mac and cheese is the thing that you're going to want forever. Uh, But there's a piece that comes from a chosen kinetic belief that turns into a sense of aliveness when you actually enjoy what you're eating, uh, what you're doing, whatever it is you're doing. But you enjoy it. You activate enjoyment in the process. Now, something I I hadn't thought about with the sweet potato is how many ways you can make it. Now, are you... Do you have to eat it the same way? 
No, just don't want to be bored with it, right? Right, but is it a baked sweet potato? It can be. Are you allowed to do sweet potato fries? Well, it depends on who you're asking permission, I guess, from. You have to ask them. Okay. Can you I eat a raw? Have you ever had a had raw sweet potato? Is that doesn't that make you sick or something? Maybe don't if you, you have to. Cook you don't it? want to give it to your dog. Okay. But I don't know if it'd make you sick or not. Anyway. Anyway, enjoyment. <laughs> speaking of enjoyment, enjoyment is the action of kinetic belief. And enjoyment is what replaces wishful thinking as the manifesting power that is behind our actions. Mm. Wishful thinking, um, hoping something good might happen to you, comes from from the delusion that you are not connected to the creative power that exists behind all of creation, that somehow goodness is passing you by and you're just simply a spectator. It's like watching a parade go by. Or maybe, you know, knowing that uh, spring follows winter and it depresses you in that it's like watching a parade of, of something go by followed by Vivian Lee who drops her kerchief at your feet. Anyway, I wish this you guys could see the look on her face right now. But seriously, enjoyment has quantifiable creative substance. What is happening? And, and enjoyment. And I, I want to focus in on enjoyment for a moment because okay. we were talking about mac and cheese, and which I have seen, Gosh. I have witnessed you enjoy a bowl of mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. No, I've, I've it's, it. it's for reals. Get out of the way. <laughs> the eyes roll back. I have to say, I mean, if I was allowed, if it wasn't bad for me, I would eat like a five-year-old my whole life. I would. I would eat fries and mac and cheese and chicken tenders. Isn't that terrible? Well, I, you know, when you're not around, I'll still have a, a, a cookie for dinner dance. When I mean, I'm not you know, around. I don't know. Well, I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. But, I see how it is. Okay. Enjoyment, though. Let's focus here. I'm trying. I'm, this, um, I'm, I'm saying that to me. Okay. Enjoyment. Enjoyment has quantifiable creative substance. Every, in fact, every emotion, feeling, even archetypal thought forms have a measurable, quantifiable, quantifiable substance. In, the, in a quantum mechanical laboratory, you can measure the, this, a substance, a, a tangibility to feelings and emotions, thoughts. Nothing is void of form, in other words. So it, through the energetic, vibrational level of enjoyment, you are aligning with the universal creative power of life. Uh, you are aligning with source for abundance. So when you make unconditional acceptance for where you are at any given time, unconditional acceptance for the, the space or the place that you're occupying, wherever you are in life at this moment, unconditional acceptance for that and for what you're doing, whatever it is, you make that the focal point of your life, your ability to enjoy what you are doing in the present tense moment. Enjoy whatever it is that you're doing. And the quality of your life increases, and it does tremendously. And this is a scientific fact. This is a spiritual fact. This is a fact of faith. The quality of your life increases tremendously when you determine to enjoy whatever it is, wherever you are, whatever it is that you're putting your hands to. An, An attitude of enjoyment, that is... That's the key to unlock the dynamic aspect of kinetic belief that produces quality and, and it attracts favor into your life. 
and it manifests more of whatever it is to agree with your genius of purpose for your enjoyment. So this is important. How vital is this to the success of the KB? Well, and this is such a contradiction to obviously negative emotions. Um, and so I feel like this is going to be one of those things that we can sort of keep in our pocket and, and activate as necessary uh, to. And I like I like that you said, you know, the uh, um, the enjoying life and enjoying your present circumstances that it counteracts wishful thinking. I think I think that was really powerful. That stood out. And I think that's an important point that you're making there because a lot of people will use dissatisfaction as a source of motivation. Mm, and true. the the issue with using dissatisfaction for motivation is that you, regardless of where you go, because of your achievement from being motivated from dissatisfaction, you're going to continue to be dissatisfied with the next level of achievement. Mm. Never getting there, right. never enjoying the journey. So sure, dissatisfaction can be a motivation to move, but what is movement without enjoyment? Well, I'm finding myself wondering how, in, in, in because uh, obviously as we go through life, we have we do have so many different emotions. We wake and we awaken every day with a different state of mind. Um, obviously, we're we're activating all of this with our journaling, with affirmations, listening to the podcast. Are there other ways that we can activate? this level of enjoyment to make sure that this is actually happening every day, that we're not having throwaways. Well, absolutely. Look, the creative power of the universe becomes conscious of itself. When you become aware of of your attitude of joy, and when you become aware of your attitude of joy, you're manifesting strength for the enjoyment of increase. And so you don't have to wait for something meaningful to come into your life for the holiday or the birthday or for whatever that that benchmark occasion or event might be. You don't have to wait for that to for it to come into your life so that you can finally enjoy whatever it is that you're doing. Mm. There is more awareness and there is more meaning in the energetic of enjoyment than you will ever need practically. So much power, so much authority, so much change that is available in that substance. In fact, there you know there are a lot of people who are waiting to start living, and we talk about this often. Yeah, we personally know some, and they. It's not just for the sake of procrastinating. There's far more. There's something else going on with a lot of people that put things off, and because it's a syndrome. To start to wait to start living is actually a symptom, and it, it is one of the most common delusions of the unawakened state of being of the superego. It's easy to understand that too, because I know that before I became a kinetic believer, I was absolutely you know a benchmark or plateau minded in my life, and so I would have these long bits of kind of mediocrity and the, the emotions weren't so good, low levels of enjoyment. And then I would have benchmark Christmas mornings, <laughs> but those were few and far between. So uh, again, it's just very easy to see how this can happen and how you can fall into this. So, so uh, it's a slippery slope. Well, it's an indicator <laughs> that you are operating from the super ego and dissatisfaction is a motivator, which yeah. means that I am unhappy here. So I've got to do something about it to change. And then as you go and move forward, you continue to take that dissatisfaction with you. And if and when you do achieve something or that special morning shows up and there are gifts all over the place, 
it's temporary. Mm-hmm. Happiness and joy, it's temporary. And it's just a, a quick fix and it's uh, circumstantial, which is not lasting. What would you say to someone who says, well, you know, I don't even think human beings are supposed to be happy all the time. I'm not so sure that we're even supposed to be in that headspace 24-7. Well, I only have one word and that's wrong. <laughs> That's wrong. And, like, and, nope. and, and, and I'm talking to the me that said that because there's another you that understands that that is wrong. Because, look, expansion and positive change on the outer level, and that's what we're talking about, is much more likely to come into your life if you can enjoy what you are doing already instead of waiting for something to change so that you can start enjoying what you do. This is making me think about yesterday's podcast because you were really warning us against, uh, you know, the trap of attaching your identity to these benchmarks, to these achievements that you can see in the physical. And so I feel like this is sort of a, a really beautiful segue from that, because if we're enjoying everything as it is right now, um, that's also sort of preventing us from getting wrapped up identifying with what's coming or even what hasn't come yet, what we, uh, what's missing um, in the present moment. Right. If you're dissatisfied for any reason, you can know that you're having an identity crisis. And that's what it is. Because, right. look, don't ask your rational mind. Don't look for the feeling or the good emotional state of being to be the indicator or for the permission to enjoy what you're presently doing. Isn't it funny that... <laughs> As a kinetic believer, you're sort of smacked in the face all the time with the reality that, okay, don't listen to anything you're feeling, anything in the physical. Make sure you're not paying any attention to the senses. I mean, it's just like, good God. We're just just, every day we're getting another monkey off our back, aren't we? Who knew that? We had so many monkeys on our backs. Well, it's sort of like you're being like abducted into this, the true realm every single day. Every time we listen to this podcast, like. Can we please? Yes, you know, because it seems so real, doesn't it? This. The simulation that we're in, it feels so real, but it is not the eternal truth. It is not the eternal self. And and I guess that's what we're doing, right? We're working to overcome that every day. Knowledge sets you free and it changes your perspective. And once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. And that's what, that's what we're working <laughs> on here. Because if you confer, and that's what we're talking about too, if you counsel with and confer with your emotions, which most people do, Well, I don't feel like it. Why don't you want to go? Because I I don't feel like going. Why are you going? Because I feel like going. We were joking about this last night. Like, have we ever made dinner plans that we didn't want to cancel last minute? Because we felt like we wanted to cancel. Because led by your emotions. But if you do that, if you confer with your emotions or with reasonings or with the egoist state of being, all you're ever going to get is plenty of reasons why you can't enjoy it. Mm -hmm. The mind will say, not yet. It'll say, this isn't what you dreamed of and hoped for. The mind will say, well, when, when you get that large check, then you can enjoy things. Or when you get the job, now all of a sudden you can take the vacation. Or when you graduate, then you can enjoy life. When you have the kid, when the kid leaves home, then you can enjoy things. Whatever. It's always, yes. a, it's always into the future, future-minded, and it's not present tense. And I'll tell you that that tomorrow will never come unless you begin enjoying mm-hmm. what you are doing now. Interesting, too, how what you just described can backfire so quickly in all these different directions, because it's reminded me of someone that I knew. I went to to college with them, and um, 
brilliant, brilliant woman. And she basically went out and really put herself out there and, and really tried to make a career. And it didn't really work out. You know, she hit all these roadblocks. And so she ended up living back at home. And I just remember having a, such a impactful, at least it was impactful on me, conversation with her. And she's, and I said, well, why don't you do this? Or why don't you, you know, we were just discussing her options. She said, no, she said, I already tried. I already tried. I already put in the hustle. I already did that. And so she basically just went on government support and never tried anything again. But that can also be the, the result of what you're describing. I mean, when you're plateau minded, you can, it can also backfire and, and give you this mental state of, I already tried. I already put this effort out there and it didn't work Mm -hmm. all well yeah the oasis out on the horizon in the barren land that is a a misperception because when you get there it doesn't really exist Mm -hmm. all the effort all of the trying all of the excuses whatever it is even the degrees and the efforts and the training and all of that that is not leading you to the source of enjoyment when you when a person says uh, i enjoy hiking I enjoy riding horses. I enjoy sailing. I enjoy playing tennis. I enjoy going out to dinner. Whatever it is you're saying is that all of those things are a misperception. Hmm. You're saying that enjoyment comes from what you do, but that's not true. Hmm. Joy does not come from what you do. Enjoyment flows into what you do from out of you. It comes from out of us. It comes from source and into the lives of others and into the world around us. And it comes into these spaces from deep within us. You know, that's making me think of of what you always tell us, which is you are, I am. Mm. We are bringing, we are the party. (laughs) You know, we Mm. are bringing the abundance and everything to the location. We're not going somewhere to to hope to get some sort of morsel of feel-good juice. You know, this is, you actually sent a text message about, out about this recently. Um, and, a little PSA if you haven't signed up for that. Make sure you text Kinetic to 844-844-0049. But that was a very impactful text message because you were talking about just reminding us, you are abundance. You are these things. It is our identity. All of these things come from source. Happiness, joy, health, peace, all of those come from within. And so you know, most people misunderstand enjoyment, Meg. And this is the way... Uh, they it comes from they think that it comes from what they do and so it is absolutely vital that we discuss these things like we do on the podcast and and text these out because it is to your well-being um vital to your well-being because the misunderstanding creates the negative belief that joy uh, what we're talking about is something that can be received from something or someone And it's just not true. So this person who's existing in their super ego state of being is unconscious. And they're looking to the world. They're looking outward into the empirical forms and to people to bring them joy and to bring them happiness and to make them wealthy and make them uh, give them peace, give them health, Mm. give them these things that already are within. There's a secret. Yeah. Already within you. But the world and other people cannot be the source of your joy or happiness. And this is why so many people live in constant disappointment and 
total frustration because the world is not giving them what they think they need or what they think they deserve. It's interesting, too, the the different characteristics of getting what you need from the outside versus the inside, because from within, you can feel it. When you're when you're doing the kinetic belief thing, you're on a roll. You can feel that it's this wellspring and it has no end Mm -hmm. and it's limitless and it's true and it's authentic and it's the sort of organic version of everything that you're wanting. And I know that when I've tried to get what you're describing from other people, from other things, whether it's abundance or or my identity, you name it, it's always has this fake feeling mm-hmm. and it and it runs out very quickly. It doesn't last. And so it's it's just it's almost like the off brand version <laughs> of the true sense of self. It all comes from within. It's a fabrication, isn't it? Yeah. It's not authentic. And it's it's an imitation. Mm-hmm. And so I can hear somebody now. Okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what's, the, what's the relationship between something that you do and the state of enjoyment then? Because I do enjoy riding horses. I do love sailing. And I enjoy, and they're thinking all these things. Mm-hmm. You, will, you will enjoy the experience of an activity in which you are fully and gladly present. And any activity that is not just a burden or something that you have to do. But it isn't what you're doing in the moment that you really enjoy. And it's not your sense of having to do something um, that that should bring enjoyment or not bring enjoyment. And so this, I, is, this, is yeah. a, this is a fabricated burden. And this is where I want to get to with this as well. This is really fascinating. So I'm finding myself wondering, okay, when I have a a, a task, even even a small one, a quick one, and and I find myself approaching it with trepidation, with a burdensome spirit mm-hmm. to it. Uh, you know what you just described. Mm-hmm. Do I just stop everything and not go one step further? Do I recal? How do I recalibrate to make sure that I'm? Per- because I would imagine the outcome is affected as well. Yeah, because if you if you are looking at an activity as something that's a is burdensome, something you'd rather not do, something that you don't believe you're going to enjoy, that is a sign that you are operating in your super ego, that you are in your um, you're identifying with labels and things, and not your higher essence of being, because it isn't what you're doing in the moment that you really enjoy anyway. Remember, but the deep sense of awareness, it is your sense of being alive that you enjoy, that flows into your environment and into whatever it is that you're putting your hands to. Mm. It's that sense of being, uh, the sense of your awareness of life, life source, life energy within you, in coursing in your body. Um, this is the one who you are one with, and this is source. And this means that when you enjoy doing something, you're really experiencing the joy of being, the enjoyment of life source. And that's why anything that you enjoy doing connects you with the power of source behind all of creation. Without the spirit of enjoyment, you're disconnected from life source and the negativity of being burdened and dissatisfied and all of those things. And that corrupts life source and it decays your environment. Mm. There's actually a passage in the Bible where God promises that a human being will only live as long as they're satisfied. Mm. Enjoyment is the continuum of life. Here is a a spiritual practice that will bring empowerment and and creative expansion into your life. And just think about it like this. Regardless of whatever it is that you're engaged in, 
I mean, whatever the activity may be. Perhaps you're, you're cleaning out the refrigerator. Who doesn't enjoy that? <laughs> cleaning out a closet. Perhaps you're, you're galloping along the Riviera on the back of your champion stallion right now listening to this podcast. <laughs> whatever it is, in those activities, let the moment of your awareness be a vehicle for delight. Not because of what you're doing but because of the the stillness that's within you in the background of the activity. And you'll soon find that what you do in such a state of heightened awareness, instead of being stressful and, and the activity being tedious or repetitive, maybe it's irritating or it, maybe it's brochure perfect, whatever, uh, it's actually becoming enjoyable as you entertain the awareness of the sense of source behind the activity. To be more precise, what you are enjoying is not really the outward action, but it's the inner dimension of consciousness that permeates into the action. I think it's fascinating that you're really tethering together enjoyment and satisfaction because this consistent state of enjoyment is reminding me of, you know, when you go to the to the beach as a kid and I remember sometimes I would find it difficult to have fun at the beach because I was so mindful of an ending mm -hmm. and so even in the perfect what you just said brochure version of life <laughs> you can even have trouble enjoying that because you haven't mastered the art of enjoyment and therefore we are living satisfactionless so nothing can, all of a sudden when you keep do, going down this road nothing can satisfy nothing can cause enjoyment because it is a skill set and i and it's, it's a completely different de definition too that you're giving us today of enjoyment right because you know it's the finding the joy of being in what it is that you're doing because it could be the brochure activity of riding the stallion along the beaches of the riviera and while you're galloping along you're thinking gosh it's, it sure does cost a lot of money to feed this animal <laughs> and i only have an hour left and i only got an hour left yeah. and then i have to leave and it's not my horse anyway, or somebody, I have to get rid of it, whatever. You've got negative thinking that's destroying the experience. It's the finding of joy of, the, of your being in whatever it is you're doing. The action of your kinetic belief is, uh, it's empowered to manifest more of your heart's desires when you purpose to enjoy your awareness and to enjoy the space of your moment, regardless of the activity you're involved in. Maybe you're, you're, you're cleaning the, the kitchen repetitively, working a job that you would rather not be working, but you're finding enjoyment in the activity of it. And if you feel your life lacks significance or is too stressful and it's too tedious, it's because you haven't brought the dimension of present tense joy into your life yet. Being intentionally joyful in, in what you do has not yet become, it's not, it's not ingrained with your sense of purpose. And so the genius of your purpose, your identity that you came into the natural with in this life, you see, it's to bring the light of your higher consciousness into this world and to use whatever you act upon, picking up after the dog or hanging upside down from a roller coaster. Whatever it is, these are simply vehicles for consciousness to enjoy.
So when we are activating enjoyment from within that's being generated from within ourselves, is that happening in the arena of the mind? Are we in, are we using visions, imaginations, affirmations to make this happen? Or can we also participate in activities that spark that? Mm-hmm. Or is that, is that still the, the wrong way to look at it? The place it's occurring is above the mind. It's, it's an ascension. It is, it is transcending the mind. The joy of being is the joy of being enlightened. It's the enjoyment of manifesting and attracting whatever you desire to come into your life. And it's, it's transcending uh, the unawakened state of being that identifies with the empirical f- forms around you, with stories that you tell yourself, the things we talked about on yesterday's podcast. Because your abilities as a kinetic believer takes over from the superego, the mind, that it had been identifying with, you know, poor old me, what's wrong with my life? Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to clean up the refrigerator? Or, or, you know, or now I'm happy because I've got some money. Now I'm joyous because my e-bike showed up when it was supposed to. <laughs> the expectations of your, your highest desires Determine the life that you are going to experience, not the desires. You may then find that, you know what, an activity that you've been engaged in for a long time now, it just naturally begins to expand and it's growing and developing with you into something much bigger. Uh, and when it becomes empowered by the enjoyment of conscious awareness. I think it's interesting that you said this is occurring above the mind. And that's actually very helpful in understanding how we're going to continually activate this every day, all day, all the time, because you know when you can feel yourself waning in that in the enjoyment department or that you're getting it from the wrong place. It's not even the true form of, of enjoyment. And so it, it just keeps taking us back to being awakened enlightened journaling and so i like that this is sort of just yet another trigger another red flag to sort of send us back in this right direction of look you you need to reconnect with your highest self it's something that we're always pursuing and you look at enjoyment as identity it's who you are you are enjoyment you're not trying to find enjoyment you are enjoyment there are a lot of people who through creative actions they enrich the lives of so many other people simply because they are enjoyment. They're enjoying life where they are doing what they're doing. They are enjoyment. Mm. And enjoyment is inhabiting them in the words and thoughts and deeds and their actions. They are peace and life and love and light and happiness. They are enjoyment. And then what happens is your circumstances begin to um, manifest change and they become rearranged to accommodate your genius of purpose in the midst of your presence of enjoyment. And then without wanting to achieve anything, these people, they're not ambitious to go anywhere or do anything else, but because of the essence of their enjoyment and they're enjoying their experiences, the expression of their genius is made possible to them. It's attracted to them. Things change, the phone rings, and you meet strangers at the right time. And through the power of their enjoyment, often these these people that we're talking about are musicians, they're artists, writers, scientists, 
teachers, coaches that do what they do because they love what they do regardless of what they're doing. And these things come, the opportunities begin to show up. And then they, they start to bring into manifestation new, uh, enlightened ways of of doing things and being creative, of even doing business, whatever it is. I like that you're showing us that this is going to be a huge manifesting uh, tool for us to use because it's going to keep us in that high vi- vibration, that high vibrational sequen- frequency. And and then also it sounds like it's going to keep us in this perfect, perfected alignment with what we're believing for and what we, what we see coming toward us because obviously <laughs> – we're all trying to not slip out of that high vibration so that we can keep the manifestation coming towards us, us moving toward it in alignment with the universe. Yeah, and that's the desire, isn't it? You don't want to leave that high vibrational state of being because mm-hmm. that's the fertile soil for life, for growth, for development, yes. for becoming more. The creative universal power of enjoyment, Meg, is responsible for those who may have been acting for a few years within their sphere of influence. And their attentive footprint has been just really relatively small, seemingly insignificant. But it's not insignificant. Only for the the person who's measuring it according to wins and losses and in uh, the non non imperialistic world, and then and then it can happen, seemingly immediately, suddenly, gradually, a wave of creative empowerment flows from the universe into what they do and their activity begins to expand and it explodes beyond anything Mm. that they could have ever imagined possible. And then what happens is it begins to just touch countless lives and other people worldwide even. And life, the life source of their enjoyment is the very thing that increased them and their capacity for more life. I feel like this is, you're describing that vi- that great visual analogy of you know planting a seed, and then if you could see what's happening b- beneath the surface, the roots are are going so deep, and they're taking this deep rooted stance. While you're seeing nothing on the surface, but the the enjoyment, you know, it's it's watering, it's the sunlight, it's the nutrition, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. we have to keep this going, even though we're not seeing br- breakthrough show up in the physical mm-hmm. yet. And I love how this is sort of the, um, you know, you mentioned. Excuse me, you mentioned, I don't think you used the word breakthrough just now, but it was just sort of an explosion of this manifesting power into your life where it affects you and everyone else. And it's, it's everything you've ever been dreaming of. And it's not as if it, it, it did not happen overnight. It just popped through the surface at that time. And I feel like enjoyment is such a huge part of that. Now we're getting into the kinetic velocity of the energetics, aren't we? This is the intensity of those deep roots that you're talking about. Mm. There is a, mm-hmm. uh, a natural tendency and a vibrancy to the kinetic movement and the power uh, to develop and attract and to grow that comes from the addition to the, the empowered enjoyment that someone, that intensity that they are putting into this realm yeah and it's now added to what they do and the kinetic energetics is added to what they are putting their hands to and it comes with it comes a creativity that goes beyond anything that an ordinary human being that's being tossed to and fro and double-minded could ever accomplish so i want to understand really quick a hyper practical application of what you're teaching us today so let's say that we've We've awakened in the morning. We have a list of things to do that day that are not very appealing. You know, I'm sure there's something insurance related 
a call, a phone call, you're going to be on hold all day. But our energetics are low. We're not looking forward to any of this. Enjoyment is definitely not occurring. How do we go from zero to 100 in that moment? You're still looking at at activities as a source for enjoyment. Forget the activities. Forget the, the list, what looks like it may be fun or not. The kinetic believer begins their morning, their day, by looking within with a sense of gratitude for life's source, for their creator, for life, the essence of it, for their eternal presence of their being, for the opportunity to observe the most... Um, uh, the smallest to the largest and the the expanse of all that is around to experience and to be awareness. And when you get your mind right by meditating on these higher viewpoints, now the, the task becomes irrelevant to the enjoyment of source. And so now in the present tense of this moment, you know, what is extraordinary is what comes through your light into this world as you navigate through your day in the what you considered just to be a, a list of tasks and things you need to accomplish. But what comes through your light into the environment and the world around you, through the essence of life source within you, for you to share with all others, that's the experience that brings more abundance. And that's the attitude that is keeping your light ablaze and the essence of your love to where it's a tangibility for all others to enjoy. And this is the experience of, of the life that's developing and growing. Nothing stays the same. And if you want to continue to expand your, your territory to become more of your heart's desire, and this is, this is the attitude and this is the way of enjoyment. I love that a subtle part of that perspective shift that you just described is is the fact that everything that you're going to need is coming from this limitless source within. And it's going to be more than enough for you, more than enough for anyone that comes into your sphere of influence. And so even when you do have the tasks to accomplish for that day, all of a sudden that puts you in really more of a powerful position, a dynamic position where anything could happen and any sort of favor can enter into your life instead of like, because if, if we're so willing to look to circumstances for enjoyment, that also, that's just a breath away from looking to people for enjoyment and anything external. Right. And then again, it's the person that's not enjoying cleaning out the refrigerator that they're somewhere else. They're thinking about, I need to hurry up and, and get somewhere and do something else because I'm dissatisfied with where I am. Mm a signal to you that you are operating in the, the superego. Yeah. Wow. It comes back to identification. The kinetic believer is using their authority and their dominion to be able to manifest whatever they can think of or imagine. Be authentic to yourself. That's unconditionally loving yourself in the way that you were created to be, your weird little self. That's the one that you fall in love with. Andre Gide wrote in his novel, Autumn Leaves, he said that it's better to be hated for what you are than to be loved for what you are not. Mm. Authenticity. Yes. Be authentically filled with joy because you are joy. And allow the world around you and the universe, all others, to benefit from your creative manifesting strength of your life-changing kinetic belief. And by all means, make sure you're practicing writing out in your journal exactly what you expect to see and experience through your, the presence of your enjoyment. Well, let's work on some highest viewpoints. Yeah. Just say this out loud. Say right now. Right now. I am soaring. 
I am soaring. With positive dynamic energy. With positive dynamic energy. I can feel the strength of my joy. I can feel the strength of my joy. Creating a field of force around me. Mm, creating a field of force around me. My body. My body. Maintains a life. It maintains a life. Of healing. Of healing. Of enjoyment. Of enjoyment. Of happiness. Of happiness. Of health. Of health. Abundance. Abundance. And wealth. And wealth. Right now. Right now. It's renewing great health. It's renewing great health. My thoughts. My thoughts. Are clear. Are clear. And my soul. And my soul. Is at ease. Is at ease. I don't dwell on negative thoughts. I don't dwell on negative thoughts. Or low actions. Or low actions. <laughs> there is always a way forward. Mm, there's always a way forward. I was created with unique talents. I was created with unique talents. And those are part of my life. And then those are part of my life. And part of my life force. And part of my life force. I am living. I'm living. To gratefully activate my talents. To gratefully activate my talents. I am so motivated right now. Mm, I'm so motivated right now. By the amazing, wonderful masterpiece of my purpose. By the amazing, wonderful masterpiece of my purpose. And to be bold. And to be bold. So I am emboldened. So I am emboldened. To be me. To be me. Yes. Enjoy life. And I'm going to have mac and cheese later, but I'm (laughs) not going to enjoy it because it's mac and cheese. It's from within. So you're going to enjoy it. So I'm going to enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Again, stephencanyon.com is the website. You're going to find the journal there and many other resources that we're adding every single day. And I have to say, Steve, I I really did enjoy (laughs) this podcast today. That's great. Sending out much enjoyment, light, and love to all the KBs all around the world. Oh, yeah. And thanks, as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.